Testing, testing. Okay, looks like we've got good sound. Whoa, let's move this back a bit. Okay, here we go. Okay, here we go. Hello, 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 beautiful badasses. And welcome back to Relationship Badass, the podcast. <laughs> it is Nikki Sunshine here, coming in hot from the gorgeous countryside of Heartland, Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah, I'm real excited to be here with you guys today. This episode is purely divine inspiration. It just came to me like about an hour ago. I was like, okay, this is what it is today. So I hope this message meets you with love, care, and whatever else you might be needing in this moment. Now, before we dive into the juicy goodness, I have a couple quick announcements. Um, first, actually, before we dive into announcements, I would love to start today with some gratitude. <sighs> so as I check in with myself right now, what I feel deeply grateful for in this moment is the opportunity I have been gifted to come out to Wisconsin for these last couple of weeks and really show up in the role of caretaker and helper and really just in the role of service and it's been a truly humbling and beautiful experience um, to be here in, in care of my grandparents after my pops had some surgery and so man it's been a journey these two weeks and you will hear more about that in today's episode but through the darkness and the light and the challenges and the beauty, I am ultimately grateful. Because truthfully, I'm always grateful for the full spectrum experience of life. You know, I don't just say prayers of gratitude when something good happens. I say prayers of gratitude every fucking day, every single day, every single time. Like, it doesn't matter if I wake up and I'm in tears and I have the most challenging day of my life ahead or I wake up and my day is full of complete bliss and ease, or I wake up and I get stuck in traffic for two hours. Either way, I sing, share, cry, shout prayers of gratitude. And that is, in my view, what it means to actually live on the vibration or the frequency of gratitude. There's a difference between living in gratitude and saying thank you every time things go your way and then cursing the earth or God or the planet every time things don't go your way. So 
I'll just leave that there as a little bit of food for thought. Now, I'm so excited to let you guys in on my first ever official live event. You guys, I'm so fucking jazzed. I was asked to lead a workshop this year at Arise. Some of you were there. I got to meet a lot of you there. It was so amazing. Um, it was just a short workshop during a weekend festival in Loveland, Colorado this summer. And I had such an amazing experience and received such deeply moving feedback from the workshop that I was like, damn, I have to do this again. So me and my team have been working on it and it is official. Relationship Badass live event going down in November, November 23rd to be exact, from 3 to 7.30 p.m. at the Circus Collective in Denver. You guys, this is going to be amazing. Get ready for deep, moving connection that you maybe have never experienced this type of connection in your life. We're going to do intimacy building. We're going to experience what it's like to be truly seen and held in our messy, chaotic, imperfect glory. <laughs> We're going to learn some badass communication tools. Um, it's it's going to be loaded. It's going to be fun. Every time, this will be my second event. That first event, it felt like a motherfucking family by the time we left. So I'm so excited to bring this to my hub in Colorado. Um, tickets are officially on sale. So here's the deal. We have 10 early bird tickets available at a super discounted price. We only have 10 of them because this is going to be a smaller event. The event is capped at 50 right now. Um, and so because it's a smaller event, we only have 10 early bird tickets available. So if you already know you're going to be there because holy shit, a relationship badass live event in my state, in my town, obviously I'm not going to miss it. Go grab your ticket right now, boo, because the price will only go up. We have the early bird tickets available for $120. Just to give you guys a little bit of context, my clients pay anywhere from $1,000 to $1,500 a month to work with me. So you're getting four hours of my time for $120. Bucks. It's like $30 bucks an hour. Um, and it's going to be fucking incredible. So I'm really excited to be there and create this and meet some of you. I just, oh, I just wanna hug you in person. So the link in the show notes will take you right to the early bird sales page. Now, it's already set at the maximum 10 tickets, so if you go there and there's no option for the early bird tickets anymore, that means they have sold out. Early birds are going for 120, regular price is 150. So you're saving 20% if you buy the early bird. Um, pretty solid deal. So yeah, you guys join me for Relationship Revolution. Live and love like a badass. I'm so excited. It's going to be lit. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So that's my first announcement. I'm so fucking excited. Uh, my second announcement is that... What is my second announcement, you guys? I have no idea. Okay, that's it. I can't think of anything else. I think that is the end of my announcements for today. Ah, <sighs> yeah. Mm. Okay, y'all. So for today's conversation, I want to talk about 
your energy and how vitally important your energy is and how much your energy is begging you to notice her and to work with her. So let me dive into this a bit with a personal example because as always, I'm bringing this to you guys because this lesson has been hugely reflected in my life over the last couple of weeks. So some of you know, I came out to Heartland, Colorado, or I'm sorry, Heartland, Wisconsin. This is kind of where I was born. Um, two weeks ago now, about 16 days ago, I came out here because my my pops, I call him my pops, he's my grandpa technically, um, but for many of you don't know this, but my, my grandparents were hugely instrumental in raising me. Um, my dad died when I was two, and my mom was battling her addiction or her reliance on alcohol and prescription medications for almost my entire childhood, and so she needed help. She needed help taking care of three young girls, and my nana and papa were those helpers, and so I feel so deeply thankful and in gratitude towards them, and when my papa called me, and asked if I would be available to come out to Wisconsin for a couple weeks to care and help out him and my nana after he got a hernia surgery. I was literally completely honored and ecstatic to be able to show up for them like this. Now, I also, you know, I moved away from Wisconsin five years ago because this is not the place for me. I love the people here. I love my family and the energy and just vibe of this particular location is not where I thrive. So I moved myself to the mountains of Colorado five years ago and I'm very happy there. So coming home to Wisconsin, even though I was, I am in deep gratitude for this opportunity to show up for my grandparents also came with its challenges, right? I'm not in my space. I don't have my mountain. I don't have, I'm not living on my own timeline. I'm in a 24-hour caretaker mode, which is something I'm not used to. Um, so I can't really leave and come and go as I want. Uh, so that's an adjustment. Um, I'm not with my partner and my family who I live with and the people and the energy I'm used to surrounding myself with, right? Um, I'm also in someone else's space living in their living according to their values so for instance in my home back in Colorado we don't even have a tv set up once in a while we might all gather and watch a movie or something and we'll set it up for those occasions but we our living room doesn't have a tv um, very intentionally so and so coming back here for these last two weeks one thing that's been really interesting is like the TV is on almost, you know, 18 hours a day. And so just constantly hearing that the news or these commercials or ads, that's an, that's something I'm not used to in my regular life. Having, you know, those, those ads and the news kind of just be on in the background constantly. So all of these things over the last 16 days began to affect my energy. So let's just stay here for a minute. What do I mean by my energy? 
I'm not necessarily talking about am I tired or am I awake, okay? When I say my energy, I am talking about the state that I am existing in right now. So maybe I'll just keep going with the story to explain this more. Now, I also just want to say this is a concept I'm learning a lot about right now. And so I'm not the expert on this topic, um, but it's coming into my reality and I'm seeing how much this affects relationships and life in general. And so naturally, I have to bring you guys that stuff. (laughs) So bear with me here while I talk about something that I am just starting to widen my perspective on. So basically, after about 14 days here, I was starting to feel weird, okay? Just like out of my element. I was putting out programs that didn't feel like a fuck yes in my body. So I was putting out offerings that, through my business, that weren't feeling like a fuck yes. But because I couldn't, I didn't have the opportunity to be in my space, my room, my mountaintop where I can sit for hours in nature and just write and come up with everything I need to. I felt a pressure to put something out there and instead of acknowledging the fact that it didn't feel like a fuck yes and choosing to not put the program out there, I just put it out there anyway. Now, as always happens in my life, I put out a program that didn't feel like a fuck yes I talked to three different couples who were interested in the program and none of them felt like fuck yes clients for this program. So that part doesn't surprise me, right? Because I put the program out with the energy of misalignment. It didn't really feel aligned in my solar plexus, in my chest. And yet I put it out there from a place of fear, from a place of, well, I should be bringing some income in, so I should put something out there and like I need to be offering my people something and I don't really have time to figure out what they need, so I'll just put something out, right? That's coming from a place of fear. The fear is, well, if I don't make money this month, what does that say about my significance? The other fear is, well, if I don't offer my people something, will they all just disappear and forget who I am? If I take a couple days or weeks off social media because I'm so immersed in my caretaking responsibilities right now. Will my whole image be tainted, right? Will everyone forget about me? And and that's my ego speaking. Um, and that's okay. Hey, ego, how you doing? Yeah, I see you trying to climb in the driver's seat. I appreciate your bravery, but I'm going to have you take the back seat on this one. <laughs> right? That's a conversation I have with my ego. So anyway, I put out this program. It, I could, none of my, the people I talked to felt like a fuck yes, so I didn't sign anyone up. And so I had put all this energy into a program that ended up not serving anyone, right? Now, I don't call that a failure because there's no such thing as failure in my world. But I immediately start asking, okay, what can I learn? So that happened. Then I was trying to create something else and everything just started to feel overwhelming. Okay, do you know, maybe you can relate to this, but it was like for days in a row, I just started to feel overwhelmed. Like everything was too much and kind of scatterbrained. Like I would be like on my computer writing a blog post and then I'd be outside with my hula hoops and then I was like over here trying to make a podcast and nothing really felt aligned and natural and effortless like it normally does in my life. So for me, I make it a priority 
to live in alignment with myself, my true nature, almost every day. And so when I fall out of that, it's really easy for me to notice. And that's kind of what I mean by my energy. I'm like, okay, my inner, like things I'm doing don't feel flowy. Things don't feel in alignment and ease filled and expansive in my chest. You know, like things I was, were, thing, almost everything I was doing for this week, two weeks or so, was giving me a contracted feeling in my chest. So when I feel that, I'm like, okay, what the fuck? Something's up. Um, check out episode three of this podcast if you're curious about the expansion contraction test, which is basically the test I use to make every decision in my life. This is how I feel my intuition in a really strong way. So one day, and this is like two or three days ago now, it kind of all boiled up, right? Another thing that was happening that helped me realize my energy was off is that I was waking up like just instantly overwhelmed and in like panic of like, okay, I need to wake up, get to work and go. And I was just in this go, go, go mode. Like every single second I had to be doing something or I'd be freaking out. Now, here's the thing. That go, go, go creative energy, it's fucking beautiful. And it serves such a divine purpose in the world. And... It is highly, highly masculine. The feminine energy is this beautiful, mysterious, nurturing, resting, nourishing, delicious, unpredictable type of energy. And so that energy is when I'm lying in the grass with the sun beating down on me, reading a book, or when I'm crafting a project or a delicious stew almost in an artistic way, or I'm outside singing and dancing with my hula hoops, that is my feminine essence. And my feminine essence is who I am. I am a divine feminine goddess born to this planet for many reasons, but one of the reasons was to be the gatekeepers of truth and emotions and mess and to embrace that chaotic unknowing that is the divine feminine. Hmm. And so in this space of I must do, I must create, I must go, I became so focused, hyper-focused on doing that I lost the connection to my true feminine essence. And this was a problem because that's who I really am. And that's not to say I can't dance into this masculine part of my energy and flourish there because I sure as hell can. It's how I've built this business. And yet, if I live there for too long, I will start to feel off. Because my inner, my soul, my spirit, my inner energy is like, whoa, we're out of alignment. Where am I? Who, you know, who am I? That question starts to arise. And so I'm so blessed to have the most incredible women in my inner circle. 
Well, let me be clear. I'm blessed and I fucking did that on purpose. We are the product of the five people we spend the most time with. So it's no accident that the people I share my most time with are absolutely brilliant, beautiful badasses on the in and outside. Um, I do that very intentionally. So I reached out to a dear friend of mine. Something inside me just told me. Her name's Molly. She's amazing, you guys. Molly Moon. Um, she will be on the podcast soon, by the way. We're working on something amazing together. And so I reached out to her, and I'm so grateful for her because this this is really where she thrives in this energetic kind of 5D um, understanding. And she really helped me see from a 1,000 miles away, just over the phone. For her, it was so clear. She said, Nikki, you're out of balance. Because let me just back up for a minute. I called her in sort of this messy, chaotic, like, in tears, like almost hyperventilating, like I'm scared. I, I I don't know what to do. I feel frozen. I feel trapped. I feel overwhelmed. Like, oh my God, this is so, I don't know what's happening. Like I feel off. I don't feel flowy in alignment with the universe, you know, just like in my gratitude frequency. I didn't feel that. And so I called her. And she held the space so beautifully, you guys. If you need someone to hold space for you in a moment, um, Molly's an amazing person for that. I will, I will actually link her Instagram in the show notes here, just so if you're like, who is this woman, you can go check her out. Um, but so I called her, and after she held the space for me and really helped me to drop back into my heart so that I could fully receive what she had to share. She just pointed out what I couldn't see and said, Nikki, you are completely out of balance. You are so far into your masculine right now. And your feminine is just screaming to be acknowledged. <sighs> you know, and there, as my dear friend Olivia says, there is nothing more powerful than a soft-hearted woman. And in this day and age, we've learned, especially as women, we live in such an interesting time. You know, women didn't have our rights for so many years. And now we have choice. And now we have power. So go get it, woman. And you can be the stay-at-home mom and the five-figure, six-figure badass CEO boss babe. Right? And you can have it all. And... God, I, I'm so excited to bring you guys this conversation next week with um, Olivia, who I just mentioned. But she said something so powerful, and I'm so glad to her for saying it. She said, I'm going to be the first to say it. We can't have it all. And that just feels so humbling. Like, I don't know about you guys, but when I hear that, I'm almost like, ah, what a relief. When I hear I can't have it all, what shows up for me is, oh my God, I don't have to have it all. I don't have to be the badass new age stay-at-home mom that does yoga with my baby every fucking morning and be a multi-million dollar business owner running, you know, the, the fucking empire of the planet. And like, I don't have to do all that. And I think it's easy for women, especially women with dreams, like me and I'm guessing you listening to this, 
to get caught up in that idea of, but I can do it all and I must do it all. And if you have that dream, I'm not here to tell you you can't have it because as you know, I believe you can have whatever the fuck you want. And yet, I do believe that we need to be mindful of our energy while we're going for it all. And that's what this whole episode about is about. And so I just got to learn, quote unquote, the hard way during a, throughout a really painful and mucky and, and challenging two weeks that I need to be minding my energy and that I am unable to serve if my energy is not in alignment with my truth who the fuck I actually am. If I am not grounded in the root of who I am, I'm like a being with no let feet on the ground, right? Being ungrounded, it's like, wow, here I am flying around with all these ideas, but nothing is applicable to here now in, in the earth in this moment. Maybe you've had the experience of feeling ungrounded before because it's literally like, oh my God, I'm here, I'm there, I'm everywhere. If that's you, if you feel really like high in the sky, all over the place, kind of overwhelmed, a million thoughts coming in and out, you don't know what to do next, you don't know what you're doing. I invite you to look at your root chakra and like, do you feel grounded? Now, just to go into this a little bit more. I'm just going to use myself as an example and hope that you get something out of this share. But for me, I am a very high energy being. My energy is high and in the sky most of the time. And that's just who I am. Nikki Sunshine, that name comes from the fact that I have a lot of light I'm carrying around. So it's I already feel high. What I need, because my energy is more of a high, light, airy energy, is grounding. Okay, so this looks like lying on the physical ground, feeling my earth and my feet in the dirt on the earth. Lying in the sun, on the ground, just feeling the earth holding me. Eating roots and sweet potatoes and heavy grounding foods, right? I love to dance and move my hips and like feel my bones, feel this physical body. I like to like rub and touch my body a lot and just feel it and be like, yes, okay, here's my body. I am grounded. So those things help me to feel very grounded and earth-like, right? Daily green smoothies and yoga wouldn't make the most sense for me because it those are light, airy things, so they're going to propel my energy more into that airy, fairy type of space when what I need is grounding. Now, my partner, Warren, triple Capricorn, very grounded. He is Earth. So for him, he doesn't necessarily need more Earth grounding energy. That's where his energy lives. So for him, if he wants to feel higher and lighter, he might do things like drink a smoothie, you know, light bodied movement, um, lighter greens and like foods, effervescent foods, berries, things like that. Um, 
So I'm sharing this to let you know that everyone's version of caring for themselves and their energy is going to look different. But the big takeaway I want you to have is that it's up to you to mind your energy. And it's up to you to notice when like, wow, I feel overwhelmed, confused, scattered, lost. Okay, what's going on? So it's, it's your choice to notice your energy and then get curious, right? So like I said, I know that when I am in flow with the universe and in alignment, I'm fucking energized. I don't need 10 cups of coffee a day. I'm high on my mission and like the vibrancy and beauty of life. So for me, when I start to feel really depleted and exhausted many days in a row and it's not luteal phase in my cycle because I also track that because that has a ton to do with my energy, then I know something's up. I'm like, okay, this this is not how I normally, my, you know, I know my cycles and my seasons and this is out of the ordinary, so what's going on here? And it's, I don't get curious in a way of, Come on, Nikki, what the fuck is wrong with you? You got to get up and go. We got things to do. You can't be tired today. Seriously, come on. No. It's almost the complete opposite and like a complete humbling surrender of like, okay, I can't journal my way out of this one. I, my, my energy is actually screaming for my attention. And so you know what I did for the two days following this awakening, this, this, what I like to call death, this part of me dying, this moment of realization of, oh, I've been totally ignoring my divine feminine. She needs me. I spent the last two days lying in the sun a lot, reading, singing, twerking, <laughs> I'm going to be the world's next top twerker, you guys. You just wait. Um, dancing. Just journaling. Sleeping. You know, sweet potatoes. Um, and even while I was doing that, there's a voice in my head saying, Hey there, Nikki. You know, you got all this work to you. You should be doing that. You should be doing that. And that's Okay. I let that voice come and I observe it and I observe it getting louder and I know that is my masculine saying, wait, wait, we have to do, we have to create, we have to serve. Perfectly valid part of who I am, but not who I was needing to honor in that moment. And so for those two days, I just said, yeah, I see you. I see you wanting to create and I see you wanting to serve and I love you and I promise you we will get there. Hmm, yeah, <laughs> it's really incredible, you guys. And so what happened over these two days is that I, like I said, I was writing and singing and musing and not with the intention of making anything or, or sharing anything or selling anything, but simply with the intention of being with myself. Yeah, it was pretty cool. And what ended up happening is that I, I did end up writing a, uh, an article called Embracing Emotions, 
why our emotions are not the problem. And I submitted that article to Elephant Journal. I wrote it, let me back up for a minute. I wrote it in those two days from a place of pure inspiration. There wasn't even a thought of sharing it when I wrote it. It just poured out of me. Why? Because I was back in touch with my flowy, aligned goddess energy, which is home, which is who I am. So once I got back in touch with myself, this writing just poured through me. And then what else poured through me was this incredible offering called The Wealth of Self, which is an amazing one-on-one program I just designed that I'm really excited about. And it feels like such a fuck yes in my bones. So this stuff just poured through me. And when it came through, I was like, cool, great, whatever. This is beautiful. I'm not going to think much more about it right now. So now yesterday was kind of my first big day back, my first big day, feeling like, okay, I'm ready to reintegrate my masculine and feminine self. They're ready to mingle again, and I can flow between them now. And so I ended up submitting that article to Elephant Journal, and something that's never happened to me happened. I've submitted many articles to Elephant Journal and they always get accepted and then usually what happens is they say, great, it's completely up to you to promote your own article. Um, Maybe if your article gets like 10,000 reads, we may, you know, an editor may look at it and possibly promote it on our end if that happens. But otherwise, it's it's a totally self-promoting deal. And so I submitted this article, Embracing Emotions, and I woke up the next morning to an email from one of the editors of Elephant Journal. And she's like, wow, I found your, I don't know how, but I stumbled across your article right after you submitted it. And I just know that there's, this is going to serve so many people. Thank you for writing this. We are going to blast it in our magazine on all of our channels. Holy shit. Thank you so much. And that, uh, when I read that email, I dropped to the floor in tears because it validated for me the fact that I have so much power when I'm operating in connection with my yummy feminine. And here's this writing that just poured out of me when I was in a two-day retreat with my feminine self, basically refusing to do anything besides lie in the sun and read (laughs) and write. And it was instant. It served the planet instantly. So I'm like, holy shit, I care about service. That's like the number, love and connection. That's the most important thing to me. And then service, number two. So if I really care about service, (laughs) wow. I wasn't expecting this, but um, tears are showing up right now. It's just, it still touches me in such a way. But if I really care about service and service on the planet, the way I can serve most is by being myself. That's how my words and my messages reach the most people. By being my true authentic self. And that is how I can change someone's day by simply sharing a smile with them at the grocery store. Right? If service is really what I care about, 
then no duh, I have to always prioritize my energy and be mindful and attentive to my energy. And if my energy is out of alignment or depleted, it is up to me to decide right in that moment that this is now my priority. Yes, I have work. Yes, I have obligations. Sure, I have a commitment with a friend today. But I know that I, I won't be able to show up to any of those commitments with the same amount of presence, care, vivaciousness, excitement, joy, if my energy is out of balance. Do you feel that? How important your energy is. And so to connect this all to relationships, if my energy is imbalanced, overwhelming, misattuned, all of that is going to get reflected in my outer world. So I'm going to project that energy of misattunement, imbalance, frustration, disharmony onto my partner my friends, my parents, my kids. So it's, if this helps you, it's not even about you. If you don't love yourself enough yet to do this for you, you can think about how this is going to serve everyone else in your life. And just breathe that in. <laughs> hmm, yeah. Yeah. Now, if you are on that journey and you want to feel more abundant love and appreciation for yourself, then my Wealth of Self one-on-one -on -one coaching program that I just created through the channeling of pure spirit is going to be motherfucking perfect for you. So you know what to do if that's you. You reach out to me, you send me an email right now and say, what the hell is wealth of self? <laughs> and we'll start a conversation. That's relationshipbadass at gmail.com for that. But regardless of whether you and I join forces for the next few months or not, I hope you know that your existence is a gift. That you were in no way, shape, or form put here by accident. God, the universe, spirit, whatever you believe in, did not make any mistakes on you. If you think you're broken or you were made with mistakes, what a fucking insult to your creator, you guys. You were born perfect, okay? God didn't fuck up on you. Use what he gave you to remember your magnificence. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know that with the new moon in cancer recently, a lot of people that I've been talking to have been feeling this shift and this chaos and this this bringing up, this facing of old emotions and wounds coming up. And so in this time, 
I hope that this episode is helpful for you and just reminding you how fucking valid and sacred your energy is and that by you mindfully caring for your energy, you are doing a huge service to the entire fucking planet. That is the truth. And if you hear that right now and you're instantly casting me off and saying, yeah, okay, whatever, Nikki, blah, blah, blah. I want you to just go back 30 seconds, hear that again, and just breathe that in. Yes, your energy affects literally the entire planet. That is the truth. That is how magnificent you are. Hell fucking yeah, you guys. This has been a week of divine inspiration. Well, that's not true. You heard what my week was like. (laughs) But this has been a few days of such divine inspiration. I feel my entire body is tingling as I share this message with you. So I hope you have been served by today's message. I have... Like, honestly, one of my favorite conversations ever, possibly my favorite, on the podcast next week with a dear, dear sister and teacher and friend and lover of mine. Mine. Her name is Olivia. So definitely come back next week for that. And in the meantime, I wish you such a beautiful divine moment, breath, day, week, If you're still listening right now and you've been getting served from this podcast, please go leave me a rating and review and subscribe, you guys. Hit that subscribe button. That takes two seconds and it helps me so much. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. (sighs) Yes, and I love you so dearly. I'm so honored to be here with you and I will catch you in the next episode.